Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. What is up? It's another beautiful week to be alive. Beautiful week. Berenice, today, when we're recording, is the first day of spring. Yes, I'm excited. Finally. We've arrived to spring, baby. <laughs> Are you excited? What, what's, what's the vibe? Thank goodness. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I I was kind of sitting with myself yesterday, and I was like, I can respectfully and truthfully say that this is the first time I haven't had feelings for somebody ever. Or I don't know, not ever, but like yeah. years, 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 baby, like no lingering like wishing to be with anybody no like like some people like it makes me sad that you know things didn't work out but like don't want them don't want to be near them I'm like ah wow what a nice feeling yeah <laughs> Ooh, peace baby peace it was a long fall and it was an even longer winter but bitch, we made it. Okay, so <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. What about you? When you said fall, I thought you meant like fall from grace. Like it was a long fall, but now we're here. I was like, I oh did, no. I'm going to be real. I did fall from grace a little bit. Okay, was I graceful in my entire healing process? No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was okay. It wasn't that big of a fall, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't either. That's why I was like, I don't think it was a fall, but yeah, fall's over. That's good. Winter's over. Spring's here. Yeah, how you feeling about it? Well, you know, Seattle's only livable for six months out of the year. You know, so yeah, this yeah. is now the livable part where you don't feel so depressed. I'm feeling good though because I'm in my bird watching era. I don't know if you know, I'm I'm obsessed with birds. So I've always been obsessed with birds, but. My cousin got a board game wingspan, you know, where a board game household wingspan is a bird watching board game. It sounds boring. It's actually very fun, very competitive. What's and the then name of this game? It's called Wingspan. It's like Wingspan. Wingspan. Okay. Yeah. I it, Board games are like low-key, very expensive. Uh, so our board game collection's like getting out of hand, but we were gifted this one, which is really nice. But you find out a lot of fun facts about birds. And then I went out into the wild and saw a bunch of birds, okay? I saw some cardinals, some blue jays, some catbirds, all the birds. And I don't know, part of me wants to be embarrassed about this bird watching era, but I'm not. You know what? We love I'm a wholesome about activity. to write that down because wingspan, okay? <laughs> no, because, okay, so I met this girl and I like, have a crush on her and she likes birds. So obviously now I need to know everything there is to know about birds. No, but like obviously I'll be like, you want to come over and play Wingspan? <laughs> she might even have it. You might just be like, I heard about this Wingspan game. Do you, you have know it? About it? <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God, we love that. Birds. Birds. So birds. yeah, I was just, I was thinking like, oh my God, I don't have any fun updates. Like, you know, my, I don't have any crazy stories. And then I was like, well. I did see a cat bird, and they call, they call it a cat bird because it sounds like a cat. How fun. Oh. So it meows like a cat. Wow. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. That's, gonna, that's pretty cool. I know. So, yeah, that's what's going on here. So, you know, spring is great time because the birds come out. We have birds coming back uh, up from the south, up in the migrating. <laughs> so, yeah, they go south for the winter. Now they're back up. We have more birds around. And me, like the birds, I'm free. I'm coming out of my little shelter, my little home that I built for the winter. And I'm ready to spread my wings and explore the city. So we're doing great. 
all right, baby, I'm with that. I love that for us. And um, we're talking about spring because that is the theme of the episode today. With spring comes change, baby. It comes growth, comes a new season of, um, you know, just good vibes all around, I would say. But change nonetheless. Yep. You know, and I think we can feel it changing. The weather's changing. Like, you can feel mm-hmm. it in the freaking air. That's the best thing about spring is you can feel that it is changing. And so we're going to talk about evolving and adapting to change um, and have some funny stories along the way. So are you ready to get into the episode? Let's get it. So we're talking about change, and I feel like there's a different couple different kinds types of change. There's the change that happens like to you, and then the change that you kind of make happen. And the change that happens to you, things that are outside of your control, are kind of the harder ones to deal with. So I thought we could start with that. Oh, the change that happens outside of your control. Yeah, yeah, baby. Um, you know, not new to change. I've moved a lot in my life. Um, and I think that's that's the reason I am so good at change. And I don't see change as a bad thing at all. I'm also a Scorpio, so it's is that transformational uh transitioning sign. So I'm always down for change. I'm always down to shed some layers to change change it up. I think that Change that happens to you without your control can be a little spooky. I yeah. moved to the U.S. when I was nine years old, and I peed the bed for about six months. Okay, so psychologically, <laughs> she wasn't with it, <laughs> but I did grow out of it. So we're good. We rallied. Starting strong with the childhood trauma, I love Listen, it. I just, that's I, a great example, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, that is a great example. Like sometimes shit happens and I I was rallying like I was making friends, but like psychologically, like I wasn't good. And I think like when things are changing, adapting and like kind of rolling with the punches, like that's the first thing that you think of. But, you know, there can be other things that are happening within that you might not be paying attention to. (laughs) I was definitely like one of the harder things to like adapt to is like when you have someone that passes, whether it's an animal or a human being. Mm. And you have to, like, adapt to the new normal of, like, that person not being on Earth with you. Yeah. And that could be some of the hardest change that anyone has to go through. Yeah, but it's, like, one of those things that it's kind of inevitable, which is the part that we kind of forget. And it's happening to so many people, so so many people can relate. And I think that's the piece that comes with change is that, like, I don't know, nothing spe- – I don't want to say special, but, like, you know, like, you go on TikTok and you realize someone has, like, the exact same, li- like, life – event happen to them you know Mm, like a lot of people can relate to the type of change that like might happen to you and finding people that can relate and seeing how they got through it can really help I think that really helps with change is when you can like relate with another human being who's been through the same thing I agree and practicing change like if you're scared of change you might want to do exposure therapy baby just like Mm -hmm. consciously go into change it doesn't have to be like crazy things all at once but I actually think it's like pretty healthy and you become like so adaptable like the reason I decided to move five hours away from my family whatever is because I moved from most of my family when I was pretty young so another move didn't seem that crazy and it was within the same state and then I did that and I came back to Seattle and then I was like oh what about if I move five hours away not driving but 
flying to New York. And th- I was ready for that too. It is, it's not to say that like, it wasn't hard. Like change can be hard. And with change also like, you realize a lot of shit, but it's doable. And the more that you do it, the easier that you adapt, the quicker that you start making friends in places. It just becomes way lighter than, than like a drop. If you never change and there's like a drastic thing that goes down. So I think practicing switching things up and being comfortable with the idea of something changing is good. It's a good practice. Yeah, I mean, not all changes are good, but change is good overall. Like I remember reading this article, I think in high school about basically like you build new neural pathways by just like changing up your the way you walk to a certain place like if you walk to the same place every day just changing your route can like give you new perspective and like grow new neural pathways and I was like oh that's like a interesting way to think about change that like it could be good for your brain and it can like put you in a different perspective and even though you're doing the same thing of walking from point a to point b just changing it up a bit can be benefit you I think like if you see change as a benefit you can kind of adapt to it a little bit better and feel better about it if you're like you know what change is always good It really is. I think that there are times where obviously the things that we can control and change can be negative. I can't imagine losing like a pet or like a close family member. It just hasn't so far happened to me, uh, fortunately. But I have lived with a lot of different pets. And every time that they leave, a part of me is like, fuck. I, I, Because you know, like my roommate's cats, like I'm never going to see those cats again. You know what I mean? Like, Farewell to my roommates. Yeah. Lovely. But like, obviously, I fucked with their cats because they spend a lot of time with me. <laughs> and I've never cried so hard. Like, I, I'm telling you, like, the way I have, like, maybe cried over a man is not comparable to the way I have sobbed over a cat. Like, <laughs> the loss of my cat friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly, like, really sweet, though. Like, I totally yeah. vibe with that. I'm happy that you've had really good cat friends in roommate <laughs> situations. Lovely. Lo- lovely, you- <laughs> lovely beings. Have you ever met a cat you didn't like? No. No? <laughs> no I have a feeling. And I did change and I did evolve because in Mexico, actually, they don't really fuck with cats like that. There's like a lot of superstition and they always see cats as like aggressive. And it wasn't until I exposed, like I live with my sister who had two cats that I was like, I think I love cats. But I yet again, you have to put yourself out there. You know what I mean? Like if I had gone without ever petting a cat or being close to a cat or like seeing a kitten grow up, I would still to this day be like, fuck them cats. But no, now I love cats and I honestly can't think I, I don't think I can live without them. I'm about to foster. Oh, I love that. That's a great idea. See, I got so good at mixing it up with different people's cats that I realized I could foster them because I'm okay with letting them go. Gosh, I love I love this foster kitten Thank era. You. That is so gonna be so fun for you. I know New yeah. York has a bunch of they have cat a lot of cats, so a lot of cats there's, needs home. There's cats everywhere. Sometimes you need change, like in your life. I feel like other changes that can be kind of scary is when you have like a partner that you've been with for a really long time, and you know things end. Yeah, abrupt uh, abruptly because I yep. feel like obviously there's some things that like with time you notice that they change and it's gonna be over, and some people you know they take their time to break up with somebody, or some people do it from one day to another. And that change is really spooky. I'm not going to lie because like your brain doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. I also put like 
you know, like when you're, I mean, I guess like when you've been cheated on and kind of get blindsided in that way, that can be like the worst type of change. Cause it's just like, dang, my whole story just changed. And I think it's really hard to kind of like reconcile with like what was real and what was fake. And it like, I think that's why like sometimes like when I see, when I'm watching reality TV and people are bringing up like their cheating acts, I'm like, oh man, like they're not over this, but they don't, but they don't know they're not over this. And I think it's something so hard to get over because it kind of feels like, like you just don't know what was real and what wasn't. And it's something that's like out of your control because you can be like the absolute, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Like everyone has the capacity to cheat on you. And I don't know if you've been watching with this Vanderpump rules thing with, homeboy she was 10 years a house business several businesses and then like cheats on her with one of her best friends and is having like a seventh month affair right uh and i've been watching some of the trailers of her and him talking about it and she was like (laughs) i don't even but she basically was like yeah i wish that you would literally fall off the face of the earth like i hope you die And I literally was like, that's harsh, but that's pain, baby. And then she has to change her whole life now. She has to change her businesses. She has to change where she lives. She has to change everything. It's like, oh, that's just the change that, like, is so hard to move on from. 100%. The emotional change of being, like, cheated on, lied to, whatever. Like, I saw this TikTok once that was, like, going through that type of a trauma is so exhausting for your brain because your brain basically has to go back to every memory that yeah. you've ever had with this person and question it and question if it was genuine and like to have that many memories with somebody to have that many moments and and the thing is like you're not even allowed to grieve in a way that was like oh that like that was a cute moment because you're like oh my god they were lying to me in that moment like yeah it wasn't I think the thing is the thing is when you're like in love with somebody is like you feel like is that mutual connection right and it's like you feel like you're on the same page so it's like wow how could I have felt that moment was like so pure and amazing while they were not in that moment with me and like yo that shit fucking rocks you (laughs) yeah I mean like super spooky super yeah it does change you as a person it 100% has I've been cold jaded a few times in the past few weeks you know like because I'm like no trust here there's no trust and I I would say with that sometimes you have to embrace the fact that like you you got a boo-boo okay somebody hurt your feelings and you're you're technically you got a little battle wound and you don't I think your your defense mechanism it's always gonna be like how could I avoid that so as you like heal obviously your body's still gonna be like we don't want to do that one again like when we did that last time that was the result so we don't do that again and it takes it takes time and in you do change as a person I think one of the biggest things like after you know I went through my whole little getting light too was that I saw myself change as a person. Like I wasn't as trusting of others. I didn't even want to trust people. I didn't want to spend as much time connecting with people. And I didn't like that about myself. And I also saw myself getting a little, I don't know, just like less naive. You know, I learned some lessons. And it took a really long time for me to get comfortable with the idea that I was changing and evolving as a person, maybe in a way that I had never wanted to. But once you, I think you accept that that person is no longer who you are, you know, and you and you and you give the compassion to the person that you were and then you're like, but maybe it's for a reason that I'm changing and it doesn't have to be negative. Like 
I would say I'm a little more smarter. I'm a little ruder for fucking sure. Like I, 100%. <laughs> but I mean, like, I like it now. Like, now I feel like I have an edge, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's also, there's also like that thing where you kind of have to accept that you couldn't change the outcome of certain situations. You know, yeah. like, I think that's part of like, sometimes change happens to you and there's nothing that you can do about it. Uh, and so I remember talking to my therapist and I want to say it was like in our first session, you know, when you just like trauma dump about everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah. And my therapist like, damn, like this guy really hurt yeah. you. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he said something like, I don't know if it was kind of profound, but he just was like, you cannot control other people's actions. Mm -hmm. And so that means that this could happen to you again and you really wouldn't have any control over it. Like, did this person give you any signs that they were going to hurt you this badly? And I was like, not really. And it was like, yeah, so it might happen again and you can't close yourself off. But know that if it does happen again, maybe you're going to just be a little bit more prepared and hopefully it doesn't happen again. And the hope and the dream is that it doesn't, right? And you have to give new people a clean slate. Yeah. Well, you also become a little more cautious of some of the traits that people have had in the past. You catch on like once you there are some signs sometimes that you're like, oh, yeah. that was kind of a red flag that like if I were to be put in the same situation, maybe I'd question it rather than like internalize it. And yeah, being like, you know, every situation um, is different. Every situation is different. Um, I think also with change, sometimes you just change the people around you. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, everybody's changing all like all the time. And that's okay. Like if you were friends with somebody that you went to college with, right? Like, I think that's really big for us right now. Like I graduated from college 2019. It's been four years. Like, yeah, I'm not the same person I was when I graduated college at all. And a lot of the people in my life when I was in college, we were all in the same vibe. We all had like the same milestones that we were crossing together. So it was very easy to relate to them. Mm -hmm. But now my life's completely different. So no, I don't have to relate to them anymore. And even though like, yeah, we were really good friends at one point, like, it's okay, I think, to let people go and let people Find other people that they can relate with at that moment that they have in their time, you know, without being salty that, like, you're not in the same place anymore. Mm -hmm. Couldn't agree more. Do you think that people do you, or I would say, you know how sometimes you're in a relationship and people are always like, I'm going to change. It's going to be OK. And then, like, they take them back and then they do it again. Like, do you think that change is possible in that short amount of time? I mean, this is like so it just depends. I don't know. It depends on what the fuck it is. I think, though, what was more reasonable is assuming that they're not going to and seeing if it's something that you can live with. That's a better use of your time. There's certain things like, I don't know, like dishes. I don't know. Like, let's just use dishes. And then there's also things like cheating. Like there's there's like a big spectrum. Or dirty socks, all right? Like, sure, this person <laughs> might eventually pick up their dirty socks, but honestly, just assume that they fucking are never going to change and never going to pick up their socks. Can you live like that? And that's a personal choice, okay? I'm not here to tell you to live like that. I'm not telling you to, like, no, you have to break up with them over dirty socks, but, like, just assume that they're not going to change, and if you're okay with that, then fucking fine. But if you're not, go forward with probably that's probably going to be the reality. I think that people can change, but I think that it takes a lot of wanting 
themselves to change and it's not conditional over somebody else. Like nobody can change because of somebody else. People have to want to make that change within themselves. And it takes a really long time for people to change for the better. I think you can change for the worse pretty quickly, but you can change for the better. That, That takes a really long fucking time. And that takes a lot of fucking work and discipline for you to change for the better sometimes. And I think for the most part, when people, I don't know, I think there's, I've been in a lot of situations where people, with my friends, with people I know are unhappy with their partners. And I'm like, well, he told you he was going to change this thing, including myself, you know, like, yeah, he told me he was going to change something two years ago. And we're still having the same issue. Like, girly pop, he's never going to change. Like, if there aren't any actionable steps, there's no way you can quantify that. There's been a plateau amount of fucking change in the past few years. Like, that's it. Like, I think if if you have to, if you're having the same conversation, it's probably evident that it's not, that they're not working at it, right? You know? Like, if you're, I don't know, whatever it is. But, I mean, obviously... I think people, I don't know, it's so hard sometimes because I feel like usually, like for me, for instance, I know that there's like part of me where it's like, if I do want to change something about myself, I'll work at it. But I'm also a little bit self-aware enough to be honest about if I'm not going to work on something. I don't think a lot of people have that. You know, a lot of people want to be the best version of themselves. And if there's something that that you don't like about them, it might be something they don't like about themselves. So they truly do want to change. But it takes more than just like wanting to. And I think some if you if people are actually taking actionable steps, you'll see it. And I think people, you know, you'll see it. I think another thing is when it comes to change and stuff, I think a lot of people will be like, oh, well, I've already invested so much time into this. I don't want to have feel like that time was wasted. And I think that's when people kind of go wrong. Like, don't stay in something just because of how much time you've put into it because you still have, I don't know, what the fuck? Like, we're in our late 20s. Like, you still have, like, 70 years of your life, right? So, I don't know. I feel like I forget what – it's called something fallacy, like a time fallacy, where in your mind you're like, oh, my God, no, I, like, have to stick with this shit because I've – dated this person for two years i want to say if you've dated someone for like less than a year and like you all y'all have a bunch of shit that you need to take care of just fucking leave then you know what i'm saying yeah some i always say this don't get it too deep by year two you kind of know and most men that i have talked to usually only make it to year two like relationship wise it's like oh yeah by the second year like I knew that it wasn't gonna work out and I feel like I knew by the second year it wasn't gonna work out but I stayed longer and that's that's a lot of women that I've talked to too so it's like oh it's interesting that yeah by year two if your problems are the same problems that you've been having all along like that's it that's how you know it it is or it isn't like if you're in year two right now and you're like I don't really know if I could do this. You should leave. <laughs> you should change that bitch up to single bitch. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's so hard because people, like, every person's so different. And, like, I'm kind of the type of person where, bitch, I'm chilling on my own. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I really, I don't know. How, uh, I see people who, like, just really value being in a relationship as like part of like their identity so they're constantly in a relationship and I see them staying in relationships they shouldn't just because like that's one of their core things that they want in their life versus if you have passions outside of being in a relationship you're kind of more quick to leave 
That makes sense. Yeah. You know you're going to be okay without them. Yeah. But, I mean, it is the hard reality. Like, I feel like sometimes you need, like, a sign to, like, do what you already know. So, like, take this as a sign. But We are your sign. We are your sign. (laughs) But also, I will say... I mean, I would just say, like, don't self-sabotage, too. I feel like it. Like, don't settle, but don't self-sabotage. Figure oh, out. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of things. Ah, I see so many people over their relationships, and they just start doing shady shit. Me included. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been on that boat. Where you're like, I am not happy, but let me about, like, be ready to destroy this whole thing. Burn it to the ground. Don't do that. Yeah. Like, leave that's on what good I mean. Terms. Leave on good, leaving on good terms is so underrated. Like, if you can leave something in good terms, wow. So we talked about, like, cheating a little bit earlier in this episode, but, like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people be like, oh, like, I had to cheat so that they would, like, so they would break up with me because I, for whatever reason, couldn't break up with them. And it's like, what kind of psycho (laughs) crazy bullshit is that? Like, I'm going to hurt this person so bad that they have to leave me instead of just being a fucking mature ass grown up and ending things like what? And I think like people do self-sabotaging behavior like that, that I'm just like, I don't think that leaves anyone in a better place than if you had just ended it. Well, I, I think like for me, it makes sense to like not beg somebody to be with me. I have seen people that aren't like that, that like will go back to somebody. So in that sense, like, I guess I have encountered people who have said that. And and they're like, no, she wouldn't leave. Like, she just wouldn't Mm. leave me alone. And um, to that, I can't relate. I can't comment on it, but I can't I can't relate. But that's an interesting one. So I guess if you feel like you've been not left alone. Let us know your perspective. I'd love to pick your brain because I feel like there's gaps in some stories. I mean, sure. But then, like, what's a better thing? Create stronger boundaries with your ex that you're trying to break up with? Like, you know, like, I don't know. But obviously, I'm not an insane person. So, like, if you want to break up with me, I'm pretty easy to break up with. Literally, like we have one conversation, and that's (laughs) it. That is fine, brother. Like, what the fuck? You will not be hearing from me. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that's so funny. Okay, this is like on a lighter note, but you know, like the change that happens to you that like destroys me inside when things are like discontinued or shows are canceled. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's because it's a whole story. And sometimes you're so emotionally invested in the characters that you're like, that's it. (laughs) Now I'm not going to know how it turned. They're my friends at this point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) These people on TV are my friends. These fictional characters and plot lines are real in my life. Yeah, so I'm pissed because HBO, I don't know if you heard about this, but HBO Max like canceled and gutted a bunch of fucking shows and one of them was The Nevers. And The Nevers was, like, basically about how... I don't even know how to explain it. But basically, all the main characters were... The people that got magic were people in marginalized communities. So whether that was, like, brown people, people with different abilities, and women, right? So... I liked that. It was a little story about, you know, uh, what if minorities got the power? I like that. I love it. <laughs> okay, they didn't even finish a full fucking season because of COVID. They did... Uh, season one, part one. 
Then they filmed all of season one, part two, but they don't even know if they're going to release it at this point, and it's canceled. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm hot. I'm hot about this shit. Maybe maybe this is your sign to become an organizer and start like petitioning for them to bring this show back. And who knows where that road will lead you. Yeah, should I write fan fiction? I'll just yeah. finish the story myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why sometimes fan fiction is cool is because it's like you don't like how the book ended, so you just rewrite it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's appropriate. Actually, I would call upon that to be a thing. People's versions of how it ended. Mm. I like that. And then people can vote on which one they like better. Mm. Things to think about. <laughs> New app? <laughs> Another thing that I think is lighter. Well, it could be light. I don't know. I Getting laid off or like quitting or like I always see getting let go from a job or used choosing to quit as like a good thing honestly yeah I I think in right now it's economy I would be a little scared I'm not gonna lie but I would still say fuck it we ball because most people that are either about to get fired or are thinking about quitting you're not happy at where you're at. You know what yeah. I mean? And one door like closes another like 10 fucking open. I really do truly believe that if you put yourself in a space to embrace change and a new opportunity and you're working for it, like you will get something better. Yeah. And also, I just think, babes, tis life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's some change. You're just are like, you know what? Even though this fucking sucks, this is kind of life like people get laid off like you go to a new job thinking it's gonna be better and then it's worse you know like you (laughs) you quit your job thinking you have this amazing opportunity and then that fucking startup closes like it happens you know you quit and told your boss to go fuck themselves and then (laughs) your job fell through it happens like that's just life yeah no 100 percent But it's also part of your journey and you learn so many things with like every experience that you come across. So if you see it as an opportunity to learn rather than something to be scared by, I think like it's all our perspective, baby. Right. So. (laughs) So, yeah, change is learning. Being uncomfortable is okay. A little uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, baby. And, you know. Change that you choose is like the ultimate best change, you know? It's the oh, opposite yeah. of that change that happens to you. It's the change that you choose to happen, baby. So it's springtime. Great time to make a change. Best time ever. I agree. I really do think like if you want some like new beginnings, like mm-hmm. spring really does give new beginnings more than like the winter. Because who the fuck wants to start anything during the winter? Yeah. Nobody. So start something now. Change it up. You know, you want... I, I've heard so many, so many people literally want to start making content and they're shy. Stop it. Stop it right now. Just make one thing and then make another thing. And don't overthink it. Like, stop stop judging yourself. At the end of the yeah. day, the only person you're judging is really yourself. And you're taking a lot of maybe you're, – you're taking it too serious. You're taking it a little too serious. Okay, you you gotta relax. Mm-hmm. Social media is for the hee hee ha has. Okay, TikTok is not like like sometimes I I really think about like, damn, some people really take this shit like hella serious. But like, you know how many funny things are on that app? Yeah, random. Like, have fun. Have fun with it. Like, who knows where you're gonna end up? And 
even if it, you don't build your little TikTok career or whatever, maybe you'll make a friend. Somebody's going to say, oh my God, that was so funny. And it's a little snapshot, a little fun little snapshot of a moment that's a little bit, it's a video. So kind of like, those are going to be really fun to look back on in a couple of years. I'm excited. Uh, I agree with you. And I think I was just going to talk about, you know, I saw a TikTok recently and this girl was like, what do, what do you do on the weekends if you don't drink? Like, what do you do? And I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, everything. And that was like the lifestyle Literally. change that like I've been doing lately. So that is a hard lifestyle change, obviously. It is it is yes. and it isn't, honestly. There's, it, there's rough days, but there's most of the time it's, for me in my experience, it's been overall pretty good. I've been having a fun time. But um, yeah, that's a major change because I've been drinking for like, 10 years which is crazy no like longer than that uh so kind of like deciding to make the change seemed like really big at first but now it's like not even a big deal and it's really fun to like have so much time I got a lot of time on my hands so my weekends are filled with hikes and brunch and thrifting and puzzles and games and reading and look at all this and I could have robbed myself of this opportunity if I just like had decided to keep doing what I was doing so that is very even if you don't know exactly how it's gonna go hoping for the best and trying it out and you can always go back yeah Yeah. that's the thing that really is the thing I think with a lot of it change will give you perspective on how you were living sometimes you're like wow I think I was happier before so let me go back to that yeah and that will allow you to appreciate maybe what you had before. That happens with relationships too. Sometimes you got to let some people go to tr- truly appreciate what you had. Like sometimes, I will say sometimes, okay? Sometimes I'll be like, oh my God, I miss my ex. I hate it here. Like everybody sucks. Then I was like, do I really? No. You know what I mean? Like no, with the good came the bad. Yeah. And do I miss the bad? No. But it does allow you to definitely appreciate things that you had mm-hmm. and be grateful for them when when things change up a little bit. So this spring, we're embracing the change, baby. Don't be scared, okay? Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. And you know what? If it's time for a little spring cleaning, whether that means literally or figuratively clean the mind, get rid of some stuff, add some new stuff in, whatever it is. Embrace Tell it, baby. Tell that loser to fuck off. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, honestly. For real. That loser. You probably have, some of you probably have several losers you're talking to, all right? <laughs> Tell them to hit the door. It's springtime. summer is around yeah. the corner, baby. This is time for us and us only. Get your exit plan from your situationship so that you're free by summer. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's perfect. I love that. Exit plan starts now. Yeah. Plugs okay. <laughs> of the week. Plugs of the week. All right, so my plug of the week is a book, another book. It's called Unmask Alice, LSD, Satanic Panic, and the Imposter Behind the World's Most Notorious Diaries by Rick Emerson. Did you have to read Go Ask Alice in high school? It feels like I did. Yeah, so it was fake, but basically it was like a Mm. diary that was supposed to be written by a teenage girl who was addicted to drugs, and it was actually all fake. It's propaganda. It's very interesting, very interesting nonfiction book. Uh, and I actually got the recommendation. Well, so now it is fiction. The book oh, I'm it is reading. Oh, book about the book. It's it a, book a book about, about the, book. the book. Yeah. Oh, it's God, a book God, about the book. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the book got about it. the book 
is nonfiction. <laughs> and I'm going to shout out another TikTok book talker. His name's Nathan. Ooh. He's really awesome. And he's at Schizophrenic Reads. Uh, he's a person that lives with schizophrenia and reads nonfiction and is like a tick book talker. He's awesome. Actually, we might have him on the podcast. Ooh. So go. that's a twofer for the plugs of the week for me. Ooh, mine is a selfish one. And it's selfish because if they cancel the show, I'm going to be mad. So we've shouted the show out before. Whatever. Season two of Harlem is out. Yes. Amazon Prime. Please go watch it, download it, engage with it. Go follow the actresses of the show. I need season three, okay? So this is this is a <laughs> this is a selfish plug. Love that. Um, it's also a good show. So great show. Enjoy it. Okie dokie. Those are the plugs of the week. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening this week. As always, please go subscribe on whatever listening platform. Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thing number four your concern. And I'm at Bernice ADSM. And I'm at Ella L Tudor. Bye. Bye bye. Kiss the top.